Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bacallion, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika, and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness, and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode 11, What Makes a Happy Leader. So what makes a happy leader, ladies? And maybe before we start, what is the one thing you do in the day that makes you happy? If we do a round table right now and check, one thing you do in the day that makes you happy, that brings you joy. Okay, Martika's actually bouncing <laughs> off her chair, so we're going to go to her. It's so simple. I My happy moment is my coffee. Okay, and you should see her smile. I wish this was video. <laughs> so cute. So cute. So, cute. <laughs> so describe it. Why does it make you so happy? Like, what's in the coffee? What, what What's going on? Like, uh, like, that's what, like... It sounds so sad, but like that's what makes me happy when I get out of bed. It's like I go to the coffee machine and I bring myself a fresh cup of brew. It smells really good. It's your ritual. It's a ritual. It's a ritual. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Jer. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning? No, no. Like what? One thing in the day that systematically brings you happiness or joy. I would... I'm debating between the tea and yoga. I'd say tea because it's not... I, yeah, tea. Tea? I have tea, yeah. Like that's a ritual too? Yes, in the morning. What kind of tea? Because I don't drink coffee. Um, it'll depend on how I feel. I just need... I guess it's just the warm water. I think that's the warmth. I think it's just the warmth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm obsessed with English breakfast. Um, yes, English breakfast with a huh. croissant. I am very happy. So, yes, I would say tea. But then why I say yoga is because during the day, whenever I take the moment to stop and stretch, for me, that's my, I need that every day. Mm. Where you just randomly turn around and I'm stretching. (laughs) (laughs) I I need it. Yeah, so for me, it's... uh, That brings you joy. That's nice. Uh, Yeah, immense joy. On the topic of tea, I'm I'm in something called Evoke right now, which is a, uh, I don't, I hate the word mastermind. Like, it's a group. Uh, by a woman called Rachel Risotto, and she has this amazing tea ritual every morning. Like she will wake up and then turn the kettle on, and then we'll have one, two, three portions. And her teapot is actually her sacred object, and it is like apparently an ancient teapot, whatever. But like that makes sense. I mean, mm. if you look at uh, you know Chinese history or English history, like tea is a very ritualistic thing. So that makes total sense. And even the That's preparing cool. it, you know, I guess with people with coffee too, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you like your coffee? Some people are very, you know, with the cream and the sugar and just that moment. It's like you're taking a moment for mm. yourself, right? So we're so slowing just, down for ourselves. Yes. Oh, interesting. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool. Chloe. My moment of joy in the day. Um, there's two. The first one is every morning. I, when I wake up, I sleep with my dog. Every morning when I wake up, um, I say good morning to my dog. And as soon as I say good morning, her little tail like starts wagging and she's just so happy to see me. It doesn't matter like whether you wake up in a bad mood or a good mood or you're stressed or you're rushing, whatever. Like she's just so happy that like, hey, we woke up together and she's just like wagging and I just get really 
like overjoyed with that. Aww, <laughs> really that's so sweet. Um, and then the second thing is definitely boxing. Like for me, it's like the the moment in the day where I ground myself, I challenge myself, I push myself, I mentally check out, and I just focus on what I'm doing. And um, I feel strong. I feel powerful. I feel confident. I feel capable. Um, and it just really gives me a boost of of energy and sense of accomplishment. So and do, then, do you have a relaxing Zen moment? Um, <laughs> I was about to say actually, Jerry. Um, when I do integrate uh, yoga into my routine, which is not as often as I should, but the times where I have um, integrated yoga on a regular basis in my routine, um, I felt amazing mm. you know like okay. I, I really felt connected more than anything to whatever source or whatever you want to call it but like super super connected and deeply deeply in a state of gratitude every time I would finish my practice so I want to get back into it but I just I don't know I don't want to say it's a question of time because I feel like you make time for what you want but I just I haven't I'm the type of person that I need to go somewhere to do something. I have a yoga mat at home and I know there's countless videos like on YouTube and stuff like that, but I'm someone that's very like visual and I need to be in the space where the lights are dimmed and there's cameras. It should be in this thing with me because we're right now we're, we're actually building our altars and having a yoga discipline is all about creating your sacred space to actually practice right at the same place every day right so maybe the option for you is to create an area in your apartment where as opposed to being in your room or whatever just that is the place where you go to actually i've tried and i have like these really beautiful like window um like in one part of my apartment like windows from floor to roof and like i don't know i just can't get into it for some reason <laughs> it was like okay. morning night my dog is like also very distracting. Like every time I get on the mat, she gets on the mat. I, like you know, it's kind of like gets in the way. So that's and I just don't feel in in that space. But like I was doing yoga at either uh, and yoga for a while because they had like some kind of special going on. Ten classes for forty bucks or something like that, and I was close to my house. And um, I really love that practice there. It's like this is not an ad for them or anything, but like it was like the lights were dimmed and the the specific yoga uh, teacher was like. Her energy was really amazing. And um, at the end, like when you were in Shavasana, they would put like a cold towel with lavender scent like on your thigh. Really? Oh, yeah, and so it was beautiful. just such a really like, I really loved it. But it's super expensive like for the for the membership during the year. Yeah, yoga is not cheap. But, um, or like a thousand, a hundred or something. Anyways, it's really expensive. Uh, for me, anyways, it's not really like in my budget, but. Um, yoga really with Adrian. It. I did yoga with Adrian and I no? like her, but yeah. it's the space. It's a mental yeah. thing. Like, it's the experience the for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I need to be. I get it. Place. I have a gym downstairs and I won't, you know, I won't go down there. Yeah, I have I mean, to go to Hard Knocks. I have to get myself out of my space. Otherwise, I'll continue working. I've tried. Like, Mariana gave me, like, <clears> um, Brazilian butt lift, like, videos or whatever. Those, like, tapes that you put in. It's 30 minutes a day and 30 days and then you're supposed to, like, whatever. But I just can't. <laughs> and then you're supposed to have a Brazilian butt. <laughs> no, but, like, I, I just, She already does. <laughs> no, I just can't get into it. Like, I just... I tried once or twice and I was like, hey, this is not for me. Isn't it interesting that I ask a question about what brings you joy and what we've been talking about for now almost eight minutes is rituals 
Yeah. No, it's very, it's fascinating. We've spoken about gratitude. We've t- spoken about going within and rituals. Yeah. It's interesting, eh? What about you, Kavita? Um, so much I could say <laughs> in terms of like, but I feel like we're also talking about what, what brings us joy, but not necessarily what we always get to do. Um, one thing that I, I've noticed, so no matter how exhausted I am at the end of the day, um, I, I love to, at the very, very end of the day, even if it's, for, even if it's just for 20 minutes right before I fall asleep, I really relish in that moment where I get to like turn off the computer and I sit, like I sit in like big comfy blanket on my couch and I will watch Friends, like one of my favorite episodes, like on repeat, I'm not even watching, it's just like the sound of it. Um, I fall asleep to it every night. I, if I'm actually watching TV, I, I'll never watch Friends. But just to sleep, like it's just like you were saying, it's a it's a ritual. It's a ritual, and that feels really good at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. it only feels really good when I like. I, I feel like I earn it at the end of the day. I don't like doing that when I've kind of like done. If I haven't done like kind of what I'm supposed, what I feel I'm supposed to do, it doesn't feel as good. But it brings me a lot of joy when I feel like I've earned it. I fall asleep to friends too, by the way. I know a lot of people who do that. You guys should all start a club or something. I don't really watch it. I just put it on to go to sleep. I, I just need it. I, I, you need something. The to babysitter who watches so my silence, kids does the no same. TV. I come back. I don't need it. I can't sleep in silence. Mm-hmm. But depends the day. Okay. Some days I feel like I need to put friends to fall asleep, and some days I just fall asleep when it's like pure silence. Okay. You know what it does? Like, um, if I'm going to sleep and there's still stuff on my mind, it kind of, I'll turn it on and that will just like drown out the. Um, like the, the, that, like that monkey mind. Yeah. That's yeah. what it okay. is. The days where I'm super like, um, not anxious or whatever, is the days I can sleep in silence. And it's your way of regulating. It's interesting. It's like meditative. It's like people who, um, um, like I've listened to Tim Ferriss and when he's working on like a book or something, he will play like the same movie in the background for like weeks and months at a time. And it's just that movie on repeat and, and I'm, I'm the same. That's very. so very interesting. I was I was working on the website yesterday and editing some things. And honestly, I had a huge grind day yesterday, which is a word I hate, but it, it was like I put in so many hours and so much work. But I realized the same thing. Like I like to put series which are very low maintenance. Like you don't need to watch a TV to know what's going on. It's just in the background. It's just going. I do that too. Yeah, like when I'm very productive, it's very interesting. Hmm. I guess it's, only me right <laughs> that's left for the question yeah um what brings me joy, brings yeah. me joy? um definitely music and that's part of my day every day without music no, i wouldn't music be alive 100 percent. Uh, like yeah. honestly i would not be alive without music i don't know i don't know how people do it like yeah my, is there a kind of music or it depends on the mood it depends on the day um Today was a bit of a harder morning, so I had like mantras chanting. I had Ong Namo, and I had Adele before that. Um, but um, yeah, the 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 other thing also is uh, is my is my meditation. Like my my meditation my meditation is I usually use the the Tony Robbins priming, and. I just feel I'm taken back there, and mm-hmm. Chloe walked in on me today doing it. So um, it's 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 fairly long, like it's 27 minutes about, and it 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 walks you through heart centered exercise. You do some Kundalini uh, breath of fire as well in it. Um, then you get to 
um, go back into three memories, really sit with them, feel them, best way to connect to your heart. And then... I did that exercise with you, by the way, before. That's an awesome exercise. Cleansing, yeah. yeah. Cleansing light uh, in the body, then transferring light outwards to the people you love, and also looking at three objectives or three... um, three things that you are working on or want to accomplish and visualizing them mm-hmm. as well as being grateful for three things. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a big ritual. For you me. do every day? Most of the days. Most of the days. Most okay. of the days. If I don't get to do it at the house, my trainer knows I'll get to the gym and he'll wait until I'm done. I'll go, I'll hide downstairs. I'll sit in a corner somewhere, put it on. Mm-hmm. And um, the first time he actually like, kind of like interrupted me and yelled and I was like terrified because I was in such a zone (laughs) he knows not to do that anymore (laughs) so he'll usually wait now for me to be done Mm -hmm. um it's not all the time because I usually do it at the house but Mm -hmm. when I when I have to rush or sometimes I get up late or sometimes you know it's it's a bit more complicated with the kids um yeah I'll 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 do catch up at the gym before I do my session but yeah I I like to get that that brings me the most joy Mm -hmm. um my kids I knew that was coming. My kids. Your kids bring you joy? I have a love-hate relationship okay. with my kids. It's so hard being a single mom sometimes, but yet they are they are my anchor. They are my thermometer to know where I am. They connect me to my feminine in an instant. Like during the Tony Robbins exercise, my two out of three memories are when my kids were born. When Rafi okay. was born, I had two C-sections. So when Rafi was born... Um, they, they actually had to smack his butt because he wasn't breathing yet. And then he was screaming and typical drama, drama Rafi, like, it's like, why are you waking me up? Can't you see I'm having a nap? Mm-hmm. And he was like, literally like, he was not happy. He was angry. And it's like, it's funny because he's exactly the way he was that moment he was, you know, brought into the world. And then they just put his cheek. They just put his cheek. <laughs> the a more loud snack to eat in this eating in here absolutely yeah, that's absolutely. okay guys like, oh i didn't realize that i'm like literally choosing which nut to get that was like an emotional moment here okay i'm done eating that's okay what was i saying oh yeah they, they put rafi's cheek on mine because when you have a c-section you're you're tied up so you can't necessarily hold your tie your child tied up yeah you're tied up like jesus christ your arms yeah Otherwise yeah, you fall really because you're like, you're, you're like numbed, right? So you can't really hold your baby. But so they, they put his cheek on my cheek and just the warmth, he recognized me and he just went completely mute. And then I obviously had to take him to, you know, mm-hmm. do the stuff. And then the screaming started again. But that moment of closeness where we were reunited and his cheek was on mine, that's like one of the moments. And the other is um, the first night Arthur was born, um, the, like not the night, he was born like the first night after he was born. And because this was my second, it was like way after. And I guess you grow and you you you, you know what you want, at, you know, out of your motherhood. I just would not let him go. He was like in my arm and we were like talking to each other all night. Like I, he couldn't talk, but he was talking with his eyes and just having him there, probably the size of my forearm. Just those two moments for me are just huge. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Mm. Half of me is like, super excited to have kids and half of me is really terrified yeah. <laughs> not because of your story just in general yeah thanks for sharing yeah. it is terrifying why is it terrifying yeah it and is these little babies like 
you're their like provider mm-hmm. and stuff <laughs> but let's get back to joy guys oh, yeah. yes joy joy so no yeah so clearly we've touched on the fact that there's rituals mm-hmm. there's gratitude um on the dog topic that's a really cool one though koi i want to say like i was in a support group at one point and someone actually mentioned that if you came home and greeted your family or your loved ones the same way a dog will greet you every time you pass the door look at how your life would change that is like so true it's really true when you say like coming into the door and being like do you know how you know the dog walks like it starts jumping around it's excited and happy to see you <laughs> so you come home and doing doing your that. family's like oh my god Yeah, yeah. Hi. every day. I missed no, you so no, much. No, and, no, no. but not certain days. I'd be like, okay, what what is wrong? With you? <laughs> the worst part is that like when I when I come home, I'm like, hi, Gia, hi, and I'm like all excited to see her, and like we do this, like we have our little thing, like she wags, I wag, I hug her, she hugs me, she she looks at me like, how was your day? You've been gone so long, like she's so excited. But what if you were to do that Wait, with your family? And then, My dad is home, and I'm like, hey, dad. <laughs> super quiet. Like, I'm, like, I'm super, like, loud about, like, seeing Gia. And then I'm like, oh, hi, dad. What's up? You know, but, like, super just bland. I guess I should next time do to my... I'm going to do that today. I'm going to greet my dad how I greet Gia. And see how he reacts. Yeah. Like, hey, dad, how are you? He's probably going to think you're on, you're on crack cocaine or something. So, like, what are you on, Chloe? I don't know. I just did this. So, as you guys know, uh, my dog just died. And I'm my... Sorry. And um, so I felt like when Brad would come home from work, I kind of felt like I had to replace the grieving that he would, that he's used to. And I did, I mean, obviously it was a bit more exaggerated because I was trying to be like, I guess like funny. But when he came in, like I like ran to the door and I actually started like hopping like in a circle around him. This was like last week. (laughs) Um, Because I I felt like that was like missing from Mm -hmm. his, like from him coming home. Now I've stopped. It's only a week later. (laughs) But um, how was it though? How did you react? Well, I think it was still like a sad time. So it was more like funny than like, he wasn't like all like, he didn't react the same way like when Mm. the dog did it. It was more like, um, I guess just like a humorous interaction. But I'm sure it was a positive response, probably. And I'm sure I distracted him from maybe how he would have felt when he walked mm-hmm. in. So, so nice of you. it was more of a distraction than anything. Hmm. So cute. But yeah, yeah, it's just funny that you guys are talking about, like, imagine we did it. I'm like, I did this last <laughs> week. I, like, jumped around. I think it's funny. It makes people really uncomfortable. Like, I made it a point to, um, not every day, but some days, just send a text message to the people I love. Like, I love you. Just like that. Like, with no pre-conversation or whatever just hey love you or I love you or with my siblings mostly like write them each a personalized paragraph saying why I love them or what's their strong points or just like that you know like hey Jess I just want to let you know you're the most nurturing person I know and you have such a great heart and you know whatever example and I feel like they were just like the <laughs> What's wrong with you? Isn't that crazy okay? that we're so used to being in toxic drama that when mm-hmm. we are actually faced with love, we go like, this is uncomfortable. But sometimes yeah. you have the intentions of wanting to greet someone and you're excited. You know, sometimes you, well, for me, um, we will talk about, like, for instance, I'm meeting someone on the Saturday. We'll talk about it the whole week. We'll be excited. And what, but when I see them, <laughs> really? just no, not no emotions, but I'm like, hey. <laughs> and and I, when I'm done, I'm like, gee, you should have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like, um, why do you think now in hindsight? And, why do you think that is though? And I wonder, I'm like, gee, you, but you're excited. Why yeah. aren't you why? hugging them and say hi? How are you? I'm so happy to see. 
Why? I don't know. You, I don't. I have no idea. But I'm awkward like yeah. that too. Like some days I see Mariana and like when I see her, like I want to hug her and and I hug her. And other days it's not that I'm angry at her or anything. She'll be like, "Hey," and then she'll put out her arms for a hug, and I'm like, "I don't feel like touching you." Like is that weird? Like that's just, okay. Though. And then she looks at me and she's like. You don't want to hug? And I'm like, no. But she knows me now, so she's not uncomfortable about it. She's like, oh, you're in one of those, like, no-hugging things. I wonder what part of your cycle you're in when you do that. Probably the one where it's... Yeah, because there's a point where you're not supposed (laughs) to be... Yeah, there's a point where we're not supposed to be in physical contact just to preserve whatever is going on in there. Mm -hmm. If you've been inseminated, which is funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah, going back to joy uh, and leadership and happiness and leadership. Um, hey, I wanted to tell you guys. Yeah. This is so ratchet, but it has to do with the last episode. I just realized it's not a continuous episode. Never mind. I'll say it later. <laughs> Thanks okay. for that insight. <laughs> you can cut this out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going to be so fun editing. Um, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> No, it's not. This is this is supposed to be what do you say, juicy, candid, and yeah. raw, real, real, raw and real, real and raw. No, like. What about what about being happy in the workplace, or like, as a leader? Like, do you think without it necessarily being in the workplace? Like, okay, so leadership as a mom, I know that when I'm in a happy state or when I'm in a joyful state, everyone's happy around the house. If I'm in a gloomy state, everyone's gonna be in a gloomy state. Like when my vibration is high and when I'm like happy and laughing and 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 things are are, are chill on my end, how do you think that has an impact on like? different roles of leadership, mothers, uh, jobs, relationships, like, because we're leading in different aspects of our life, right? So I think it's so noticeable of an example just yesterday. Um, I would say most of the time, my work isn't that stressful. So I am and I try to really be in a good mood. And generally, I'm a very like playful, bubbly person. This week has been a little bit different. And there was so much tension in the house yesterday, just because I was just projecting this really, really, really stressful vibration. Yeah. And energy. And you, and like, you know, Brad in the beginning, Brad is my boyfriend. He was being like, so helpful and like helpful in the day. And by the end of the day, he had completely like recoiled and like shut down and like his tone had changed. And it was 120% all, it was all me that he had like absorbed. It's amazing that you're able to take responsibility for. So what happened? I mean, we, we bounce back pretty fast, but I, I have to uh, apologize it? today <laughs> and I will, I haven't yet, but, um, how long have you guys been together? Six years. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Mm. Owning up to your shit. That's awesome. And that has taken me like years to like, to come around on like, the fact that I'm even, even acknowledging that, um, and, and I would already have this like self-talk I'm like, well, I acted like this because maybe he did this. And I'm like, this is, it's just, there's so many excuses. Um, and then everyone feels bad, right? So I don't feel good when I act that way. My um, things don't get accomplished as well as they could. Mm-hmm. There is tension in the house. He doesn't obviously feel as good as like he sh- he should. He's had a long day at work too, so it plays a huge, huge role. Mm-hmm. And even though it's it's my work and my stuff, like I think it's so important that we need to be conscious of yeah how this like affects other people. You walk into a room. Or do they say like your energy introduces you before you speak and people mm. pick up on that mm. vibe and um when yeah <laughs> when you talk about um joy and leadership, it makes me think about um we talk a lot about ourselves and 
being in a good place and whatnot, but personally, not but, but um, personally being there for others and bringing them joy, finding ways to bring them joy. For me, it's like a, there's a flow. It creates a flow because you can be in a good space and be, but then the people that you work with, especially in the workplace and whatnot, but they're not, they're not in that space and you, there's no flow. Right. So if you're, you're, I find that as a leader, um, I, it's important to me to be that person for others also. That's right. And, and it allows me also to, it's like the, you're giving me, I give you, and I the receive. The secret of living is giving. Yeah. And for me, it's just being able to give and um, being grateful for, yes, for everything I have. And I'm able to give. I'm able to smile. I'm able to just be there. There's my presence. So for me, um, that's also being an amazing leader is to give, to, to allow others to just be in that space. I was about so, to yeah. say that... Um... I want to congratulate you on that because that truly means that you are a leader because technically what you're saying is that even if people are feeling, you know, lesser than around you, you're able to hold the vibration at a higher level for them to come meet you on that happy, instead of it being the inverse where you get pulled down to that negative mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. And that requires a lot of practice. It requires a lot of strength. It requires a lot of light um, to hold that, you know, that vibration higher. So if you, if you're able to do that, that's amazing. Thank you. Well, I, it's a work in progress, Tips but and definitely, tricks. um, <laughs> it's going to sound, um, no one's judging. No, I know. Good. I know. Um, one point, a few months ago, I was going through a lot in my life and I, I was trying to find a solution, how to be connected with what I want and just to, to change my life. And the whole time I was thinking about how I feel, what I can do for myself. How can I um, uh, work on my business? How can I make more money? It was all about me. And at one point, um, as I was meditating, I, I realized that I have to first love myself unconditionally, but love others unconditionally. And that literally shifted everything. So, um, and allowing others, other people to be, and just when, when it's unconditionally not judging, right? So whoever you are that day, however you, you act, well, I will receive it and allow you to be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just, um, and working with that. So for me, that's what allows me to be able to communicate. And whenever I, I, I'm in, I'm with a team, I'm working with people. And after I always have to take the time to look back, like we talked about the, the apps and creating a log. Well, how was my day, my conversations? How can I improve, right? Because we're constantly trying to improve. Um, but the unconditional love, seriously, it really changed everything. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I really like that point that you touched on. Like, I think that when we go through a harder time or we're just in a negative thought, we make it all about ourselves in that mm -hmm. particular moment. And then just about pulling yourself out and, and giving to someone can totally shift how you feel. It feels good, you it know? It feels good, yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm able to give. I'm able to be in that space. I'm able to make someone smile. So it feels, and in the, in the end, you feel good about yourself. So yeah. definitely. Like Pam said, the secret to... The se it's not me, it's Tony Robbins. Oh. The secret of living is giving. Okay. This is yeah. Tim Ferriss always says, and I'll probably... I always I often do reference him anyways, but he's like, um, if you're unhappy, try making someone else happy. Mm -hmm. and, and that's it. 
because we're mm-hmm. all here to contribute. And when you're contributing, then yeah, everything comes full circle. I get frustrated because I love it I get frustrated because sometimes I feel like someone is like in an unhappy place and I so desperately want to like make them feel better and I feel like no matter what I do they just don't want to and it really mm. frustrates me and um I try I'm trying to practice also like allowing the you know like allowing people to just be and and you know, sometimes people don't want a solution. They just want to feel what they're feeling and they just want you to be there for them. And I'm learning that now. But, like, I, 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 get, I still really get frustrated when I see an issue and, like, I know there's a solution and I'm offering the solution or I'm helping. And I feel like it's just not being received or absorbed or it's just, like, you It's know. because it wasn't asked. I know. But still. But know. then don't you, don't you feel that even if it wasn't asked, I was going to say, keep on being that person because yes, you plan to seed, you plan to seed and it will resonate. It will create the ripple effect it creates, but it won't be instantly like we want, you know, the instant reaction of saying, this is what you should do. And the person says, okay, I will do it. Cause think about you, whatever people tell me what to do, sometimes I'm like, you don't know. And then three days later, I'm like, oh shit, I have to do it. I'm a little but careful. It's, you know, so I, I try yeah. to be careful with how I present the information. Like I, I will never tell someone this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. First, I'll say, well, how does it make you feel? And then I'll say, can I give you my opinion? And then if they say yes or no or whatever. But I try not to, like, because nobody kind of, like, takes that well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and tell and someone, like, oh, well, this is what you have to do. Like, first of all, don't tell me what to do. Second of all, what do you know? Like you said, you know. It's amazing that you ask because I have a friend of mine and he... Whenever he, I'm going through something and it's very emotional. I'm talking. I'm talking about. He's like, "Can I suggest something? Can I? Can I? Yeah. Can I invite you to see things differently? Can I? Can I share my perspective? At first, I'm like, "Why are you so polite? Just say what you gotta say." No. But at one point, I'm like, "Wow, that's amazing that you asked permission to say, okay, can I be in that space?'" And then I say, and it's funny how when he asked me that, I calm down automatically. I say, "Oh, okay, yeah, Where I'm listening." This- and then and when he says what he has to say, I take whatever I take, some stuff I, I well, don't agree also with. shifted from thinking but, to feeling. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, can I, you know, with his beautiful voice. And he's like, can I suggest something? And I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead. And it calms me down. And mm-hmm. it's definitely important to ask for permission. It's, you know? yeah, you're really like, yeah. you're allowing. You're, there's like a space created and it's like, okay, now I'm, now I'm open to receiving versus mm-hmm. someone just like. Or often I'll just bring it back to myself. I'd say, like, well, in your shoes, this is what I would do. You know, that's mm-hmm. how I give my opinion. I don't say you should do this. I would, I'd bring it back to myself and I'd be like, oh, I've lived a similar situation. This is what I did. Or this is what I would do if, you know, I felt this way or whatever. Or I just try to, like, yesterday for, for some reason, like, four or five different people in my life from different places we're like reaching out for advice and talking and, and like for about different things. And I found myself repeating the same thing to each person, even though they were in a completely different conflict. I wonder what was going on astrologically yesterday. It was a very charged day. It was day. super weird. Charged? It was a charged day. But basically I found myself saying like, lead by example. Mm-hmm. That was what I kept saying to each person was lead by example. What's he doing? <laughs> I just have one thing. Uh, Pamela talked about this in another episode, and we're not programmed to be happy. We're programmed to survive. So I think it's so important. Like people that 
I have never lived like a depression, so I don't want to talk on that behalf. But I think that they just might be going through a long time without being intentional on the things that make them happy. Um, and there's like a podcast by Lori Harder. I've never listened to her podcast, but the title of it is Earn Your Happy. And I think that's what it's what it comes down to. Can I just add what is that? it called? Earn Your Happy. Earn Your Happy. It's a practice. It's a practice. Yeah. Like mindfulness, like everything. Everything is a practice. Cultivate it. Um, yeah. Gardens. For me, I wrote a, um, I wrote a, a blog post that I haven't published yet, but um, it was actually about, I, I had written like a, have a blurb about it. Basically, it's like, um, I find that us humans are obsessed with the idea of happiness. Um, it's always like, how to find your happiness or how can I be happy or what? Like, I just find we're obsessed with the concept of happiness and or finding your happiness or always being happy. And I wanted to bring it back to um, being human means living the spectrum of emotions. And, you know, it's like you don't always have to be happy. And I think expecting to always be happy or expecting to always kind of want to be in this happy space is unrealistic. Mm -hmm. It's what we're taught. It's what we're, we're shown on movies on you know, growing up, whatever, like, oh, be happy, be happy, be happy. But like the truth is that in every emotional state on the spectrum, there is something that that's amazing and beautiful about every single emotion whether it's sadness whether it's hurt whether you know even the negative ones there's something to be learned there and something to be felt there and something to be received there so I just wish that um, people would kind of detach from this idea that we always have to be happy or always be working towards happiness and kind of just be and live through the notions of whatever it is that you're going through for whatever reason you're going through it you know and also understand that it's unrealistic to think that you're always going to be happy because you're not that's not life you know like life is not made that way and because we're always taught this people kind of get into this zone where if they're anything other than happy oh my gosh I'm not happy oh my god mm. I'm this or I'm that or whatever it is but it's okay and I feel like if we taught that to people more and people understood that, like, you know, you don't always have to be happy, then it would be a lot, it would be a smoother kind of journey, you know? It wouldn't be, yeah. like, this chaotic thing of, like, oh, my God, I haven't attained happiness or I'm not happy or whatever. But the, I always wondered, I guess I'm going to ask you guys, um, the difference between happiness and joy, like, feeling happy and then feeling joy. In my head, it's joy has more depth, but then... Maybe it's my perception, but what's the difference? Anyone want to weigh in? Martika? I don't know the difference. Is I mean, maybe there isn't. I just, the you know. Thing, yeah. yeah, I think there's... Uh, I would say joy is a more elevated state than happiness. happiness That's what is, I'm thinking, you happiness know? Happiness is like a, a more... I don't know how to say this. Like a like, moment? Like it have, exactly. Yeah. It's, like a, yeah. uh, it's, it's like something you feel on the moment mm -hmm. as opposed to a state of feeling joy. Because um, you can be annoyed, think, you can be pissed, yeah, but still feeling. I think feeling. with what Chloe was saying too, and that's going to connect to what you're saying, I think it has to do with trading expectation for appreciation. Like when you're expecting happiness as opposed to appreciation, just being, uh, being in a state of joy. Mm -hmm. 100% but I think people don't even realize that it's okay to feel anything other than joy absolutely that's the issue and even with the positive thinking also okay. oh my point. god I'm depressed yeah. or I'm feeling sad it's not okay but it's just an emotion we're the ones who give whether it's negative or positive H humans created that mm -hmm. oh this is a negative emotion mm -hmm. but that was created if you didn't know that sadness 
or, you know, I'm sorry, I keep saying sadness, but like, let's say, or whatever, fear or anything else was a negative emotion and not like, they're just all different emotions, you know, not negative or positive, mm-hmm. just all different, mm-hmm. then you would, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be all freaked out about it. You just be like, oh, today I'm feeling this. Not, oh my God, today I'm feeling this. I can't, I need to feel happy. I need to do it. Like, just relax. You're just feeling this. It's fine. Well, you're, yeah. you're supposed to like, ideally, um, like treat all your emotions with the same, like, um, so if you want to not, maybe not hold, you don't want to hold on to like fear or anything, but if you treated all your emotions with the same, like love that you treat your like positive emotions and you sit with them and you're, and you like allow them to surface and you don't try to like push it away. All the meditations I listen to, like, this is what they talk about is like, give all your emotions the same love that you give. And respect. Respect mm. all those emotions. And I, I agree with you a thousand percent, you know, and it's just like, I feel like whenever I'm talking to someone who's not feeling happy or feeling any emotion that we dub negative, you know, it's just like, how can I not feel this way? I'm not, and I'm just like, but just feel it. Like, just feel it. And then when you're ready, let it go. And then back. Of course, yeah, you can't, like, mask, otherwise you're, like, masking it, right? So you want to, like, acknowledge it, sit with it, and then move on. I think, Jerry, um, happiness is more of an exterior thing versus joy, which is something that's within. It's something that you, happiness is something you want to attain or grab or bring in, as opposed to joy, which is something you would feel within you. That's why I used the word state earlier. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's why on, like, the vortex spectrum, like, the joy is at it's like the yeah yeah it's after on joy you get level. freedom basically yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, like joy peace and freedom are at the same pretty much level up there so when left field but an orgasm is joy what or is it happiness for you? or it could be bliss yeah what is it for you bliss. oh me <laughs> i agree with bliss? you okay. bliss okay no because you were talking about we were talking about how joy is like at a really high level I was thinking, you know, sometimes you get to that point when you reach an orgasm mm. that on a daily basis, you don't. Well, so it's just there was a yeah. there was a quote by yeah. Abraham Hicks <laughs> and <laughs> orgasm for her is like when you're absolutely connected to the vortex, like it's it's you are the vortex like that, that whether you're pleasuring yourself or you're you're actually like and when you're having an orgasm with with, with a partner, it's like the totality of everything. It's like like both at the same time. Or just you by yourself. Well, if oh, he's okay, participating in the creation of, level. have you ever had that? But we part- both? At the same yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, that's right? totality, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's, it's like. It's pretty cool. It's ridiculous. That went fast. We went from joy to sex to orgasm. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I brought that's it up. Awesome. That's why we're here. <laughs> um, but this yeah. Jerry, are you surprised? Of course she's I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, if we were to sum everything, I guess. Happiness on a daily basis, or if we were to say joy, is when we create rituals, um, when we're in gratitude, when we're centered, um, and uh, what else? Yeah, I think that it's like we mentioned that it's something that you cultivate. And it's about awareness to also know where your thieves of joy lay. and to Your thieves of joy. Your mm. thieves of joy. The things that pull away from That's you. That's amazing. Martina has bars. Do you know? I know. <laughs> do you know your thieves? Do we know you? Do you know your thieves of joy? Um, I know mine. Huh. Do I know mine? Do you do know, know your thieves? I don't think I do. I'm sure I know some. Could you share? 
Um, I think when people are ignorant, it <laughs> steals my joy um, in that moment. That's something I've been working on, trying to just think like, you know, at this at this point, you know, this person doesn't know any better. But it, that really like grinds my gears when someone is, you know, if, especially if I'm sharing something that's like authentic and real and I know is coming from a good place and they're just, you know, being dismissed. That is that is a thief of my joy. <laughs> because they're taking away your your control mm. <laughs> power, but you're actually giving it to them. And what you're mm. expressing is you actually taking it back and 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 leading from a place of this is my shit. I'm in charge of my shit. You're in charge of your shit. Mm-hmm. Your shit belongs to you. It doesn't mm-hmm. belong to me. Yeah, I exactly. choose that that shit is not part of me. It belongs to you. I give it back to you. Thank you so much for the gift, but mm-hmm. no, thank you. I'm, can I have a gift receipt, please? A gift receipt? I think negativity in general, like someone who just really, you know, is like very like self-absorbed in, in a way that they, you know, when someone has it good and you can see all these great things and they can't do anything but, sorry, they can't do anything but like really sit in their misery. And it comes back to the same thing. Like at that point, the person is going through what they need to go through. And in that moment, they don't, they also don't know any better or for whatever reason are unable to see, um, you know, the light and the beauty and, and being, and, you know, showing, expressing gratitude, but that in itself takes time and practice. And I know it has for me, but that can also be like, uh, in that moment, it's hard for me to like remain positive and happy when, when someone else is like the complete opposite. It's hard. For, like what you were talking about mm-hmm. before in that moment, I may find it hard to like, keep, keep my upbeat and like, you know, grateful personality. Yeah. I guess that's the ultimate goal being able to like, there's a storm around you, but you're, Maybe, yeah. you're grounded, you're centered, you're calm and then everybody's super stressed around you, but you're, you remain calm, you know? I guess as a leader, it's important. You're a Jedi. What are your... When you do that, you're a master Jedi. <laughs> I want to hear other... May the force be with you. <laughs> I want to hear other people's thieves of joy. I would have to say my thief of joy is judgment um, mm-hmm. across the board. Self-judgment, mm-hmm. when others judge me, when I judge others, because I do, because we're human. And we, we all do. do. I know, I'm just saying. We all do. Just reminding myself. But um, I think judgment really is a thief of joy because I'm a big, big believer of like live and let live. And that really makes me feel a way when people judge me or I judge people or I judge myself or I see people judging themselves. I'm just like, you just be like, yeah, just be. Even comfort, it's a thief of joy. Just you want to. Yeah, we're all right. Looking at you. Like, I like being comfortable. No, but when you're playing, like, at that comfort level in different areas of your life, Mm. it's maybe not as direct thief of joy, but it is a thief of joy. Yeah, because you're not going for the next level. You're not growing. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. because growth and contribution are the basic needs to joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only way you feel... Yeah, Yeah. it's a good one. Absolutely. The The only way way to feel real joy is by giving back and by growing, honestly, like, and loving. Um, On the judgment note, too, like... Uh, gossip, gossip. I've made gossip s- is probably the most toxic. Thing. Oh, oh it's terrible! It's really bad. I think in every like religion or every like the first thing is like I don't I don't know I know for mine like it's worse 
you're judged like <laughs> judged by God like worse when you gossip than when you do any other like quote unquote thing. Like mm-hmm. gossiping is the worst thing that you can do. It's just so not cool. It's toxic. It's, it's very toxic. It's like yeah. yeah. Yeah, I completely like disengaged like from those conversations. Yeah, I've disengaged from so many people over the last couple of years and and I, I feel so comfortable openly saying like I can't participate in this conversation. Oh no, me too. Some people know. They know that oh I want to gossip. Oh I can't call Jerry. Yeah, me too. Because I will stop you. Like what yeah. are we doing? What's the mm-hmm. point? Or even when you're sharing a story with me and then you're adding a bit of gossip to I said, but what I don't need to know that that was that wasn't relevant to what you're trying to say. So what's mm-hmm. the point, you know? Mm-hmm. And um you mentioned negativity. I believe that mine is negativity also. Mm-hmm. Um it just stops me in my tracks and it bothers me, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that would be my thief. Oh you yeah. said that and like I got like a like Shivers on my whole body. Speaking <laughs> of which, I think in all these cases, it goes back to what we started with. If we were to revert it, it's to bring awareness to the body and see where where things are, assess, look what's going on, then pause, slow the fuck down, and then acknowledge whatever is there, and then releasing it. And once you do that, then you're able to go back into your heart and possibly in the future of, um, yeah, growing and and contributing because you're not focused on yourself anymore speaking of which to tie in judgment gossip and negativity and what mm-hmm. you just said i find in um this world that we live in of social media and how connected we are to social media um don't feel guilty to like mute people or unfollow them just because you oh, know the them in real life. <laughs> like there's so many people that my whole timeline is muted negative negativity <laughs> and like I just recently started like, okay, I'm muting this person, like from their stories, from their posts, just because I just don't want to hear it and I don't want to see it, you know? Mm. And my mom made me turn on like this screen time thing on my phone to show me how much screen time I use. (laughs) And like, it actually breaks it down, like how much is social media, how much is productivity, how much is research or whatever. And, you know, I mean, I do work a lot on social media because my business is very much so on social media. But I do look a lot at social media also, and I just, I couldn't believe, like, I just don't want, I don't have the space for anybody's negativity, whether it's, like, through posts or whether it's through stories or I'm whatever I'm going to take it, it to one level further. If you're able to do it on your phone, just do it in your life. Yeah, but we live in a society where, like, we're so connected. No, no, but I mean, life. like, you're, what you're describing is amazing. Like, muting or, what did you, what's the other word you used? Said muting and this... And following, and following. Mm-hmm. We don't so you do can that. mute people, yeah. In your life, you yeah. can you can have different types of relationships with people. Some mm-hmm. people you want in your life, but you're gonna mute them. So it's like, it's entry level and, and not as boundaries. close and that's and not as often. Boundaries are exactly, yeah. and then other people you just want to kick out of your life and just do it already. What oh, are yeah. you waiting for? 2018. That was that was like yeah. And watch your and watch your entry okay. level like, go, head, head, go high. Very like selfless selflessly yeah Mm -hmm. but for me it's like people that let's say I wouldn't necessarily um interact with in my life or on a regular basis or in my real life that like you know social media people like oh yeah I know you from high school let me add you or whatever okay cool or like a friend of a friend that feel comfortable enough to have you on their social media or their social network and then it's like I really don't care what you have to say like we don't interact and I really don't care what you post about but I guess out of like being polite or whatever, like, okay, we'll exchange social medias because we know each other. But there's a lot of people that's where the mute button kind of comes mm. in handy. But we are like, polite in life too, right? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Be so many times. Oh, I Sometimes just don't want to make them polite. feel comfortable. Screw that shit. Even being that. selfish is, is 
self. Because it's taken away from your joy. Like how... It's your biggest it's, resource. It's your biggest resource for everything that you drive in your life. Yeah. So what's what's the morality of all of this? Be ruthless. As a, as <laughs> a, as a, as a, a leader. Way. As a leader, yeah. yeah. And you lead by example, right? So yes. as, it, as you create, like Kavita said last year, just cutting people and being authentic and saying, oh, this, I don't want this, I don't want that. It inspires others to do the same. And you just, you're left with really authentic relationships, which is mm. extremely important. I think that's important. how we're going to close this episode. I love that, Jerry. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.